Welcome to my legacy. Let's go for a ride. Follow the ride on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. While you're at it, join the Discord. You'll find this audio on Anchor FM, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Overcasts, and is O before P? Leave in the comments. I don't know right now. Radio Public, Spotify, and you may be just listening to this on YouTube. And for those on YouTube, you can watch this as well. And as you can see, we have two Bandana Brothers. We both have more hair than most kids. Welcome, Chico. Thank you, thank you. He's a man of many talents. He's writing papers, like thesis, you know that, for those graduate lads. He does that. That's one thing I didn't do. He's in music. That's another thing I didn't do. And he was in comedy. And even though I've been here for nine years, most will say that I still didn't do comedy either. So... What this is going to be is an escape from life. For the next 30 minutes, we're going to dive into the mentality of Chico. And if it's longer than 30 minutes, that's just a bonus. So, Chico, let's go back a bit. When you thought you should start comedy, what? drove that moment thinking okay I'm gonna give comedy a shot mm. um <laughs> wow it wasn't actually that long ago I, um it was I think it was 2017 I, I forget um when I, I, I there was there was like a hole. There was a hole, you know, um, in in Stellenbosch. There was a huge, like, almost a void, you know. Does that does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I thought, you know, I'm I'm a performer, and um, people like entertainment. And what uh, what is, you know, more unifying other than music in entertainment and i thought you know if if i start organizing comedy shows that would get a lot of people together that would um be uh, because people like to laugh you know people don't like to be upset all the time (laughs) (laughs) and i I think it was around that time that um stellenbosch was hit with all these programs that you know fees must fall and Oh, okay. and um, there was the open Stellenbosch movement that was happening, and it was all just very um, if that makes sense, like the it, it, yeah, it was kind of a, a disruptive. 
yeah. atmosphere in stone yeah. if that makes sense so i thought you know I, I can either do nothing or i can start running comedy shows and i started running <laughs> comedy shows and <laughs> I, i i wanted to do it as 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 cheaply as possible oh okay. yeah, 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 yeah yeah of course um i i didn't want to because I had experience with um running comedy shows i didn't want to be spending all this money trying yeah yeah uh, yeah 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 a rent a venue um yeah all, all of kinds of things so i thought you know what i'm going to send emails to all these venues in Stellenbosch um yeah and i i was lucky enough to get one um okay cool and then i i i set up the whole facebook page and the website and everything and i was saying look i'm going to be running comedy shows stand up comedy shows <laughs> and then i got a message <laughs> from joe yeah um and joe said he, he was like oh man i i started my comedy career in stellenbosch um it would be super cool to like be involved in this and um since then he's him and I've been running the shows in Stellenbosch um he's got all the contacts obviously so yeah, yeah. um yeah. I've been lucky enough yeah so I I I ran the shows for for uh, I want to say two years or so and then I took a break from running shows and this year we were going to start again and then covid happened <laughs> um <laughs> Or yeah. apocalypse. Yes. So that was that was that's kind of the extent of my experience in comedy, really. Um, okay. Yeah, I've been I've been lucky enough to have uh, people who are keen to help. <laughs> um, <laughs> like like Joe and Mikhail have they've both been there from the start they were like you know at every show you know helping with Joe made the posters um yeah. and all, all yeah so i don't know if i can mention them on here can i <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah of course you can mention anybody man you can mention yeah, anybody i probably <laughs> I'll probably have a problem with the episode if you mention Adolf Hitler. But then again, I just mentioned Adolf Hitler, so I'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, mention so, anybody. I mean, yeah, I, I just don't want to... I don't want to mention people and then someone says, oh my gosh, you didn't mention me in the whole thing. <laughs> um, you know, people get like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, how do you mention them? But I was also there. It's like, I know there were so many people involved. Um, uh, yeah, but I have an easy I, I, part I, for I, that. Uh, I can just say I was drunk that night, so I don't remember much. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately not. <laughs> <laughs> well, this I don't know. Okay, uh. uh 
I've never been in this situation because I was drunk most of the time. That's why people never ask why they didn't mention them. So this this is interesting because I've known of you for a while. And within the first five minutes, I discovered that you an opportunist. Not only, not only did you see there's a gap in the entertainment industry in Stellenbosch, you just skipped a step in the comedy ladder. Okay, I'm not going to do comedy now. I'm going to host comedy. <laughs> Normally, it's the other way around. Normally, <laughs> people go into comedy uh, gigs. Okay, I'm going to do open mic for a while. And then host. Not Chico. Chico has his own set of rules. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I... <laughs> It's, it was an impulsive decision, uh, and it worked out, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, de- it definitely it worked, worked out. out then... That's what's great about you as well. If it didn't work out, you had a plan B and see that smooth transition to music. Music. When did your journey with music start? Are you going to start with a story? Oh, I was five years old on a pier. No, it was before that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I... In the music industry, I was, I was born into a musical family. Okay. Um, my parents are both musicians. Parents oh, okay. musicians. I don't know about their parents, but you know, <laughs> it, it, it was kind of... It was almost decided for me that I would be oh, yeah, um, yeah. in the music industry in some capacity. So, um, yeah, when I was young, the, the, the first instrument I learned, I learned the violin, both my parents. Okay. And then after a while, I decided, no, I, you know, I'm pretty violin. Um, I heard my uncle, my uncle is a, a, a trumpeter. I heard he released a CD many years ago. Um, and I heard it and I thought, I want to do that, you know. Um, uh. And that was, sure, when was that? That was well, al- almost 20 years ago now. Okay, um, almost 20 years ago. When we were allowed outside yeah. to do music. Good times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so then I've, I've, I've been doing music practically my whole life. Um, and I studied music and you know, yeah. I, I, that's, how, that's how I earned my income before COVID. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. The, the comedy thing was really the side thing. <laughs> oh, okay. It was a side piece. Ah, I see you. I see you. I only see comedy at night until about one exactly. in the morning. I see you. I see you. I see you. I see how you roll. And that's how many people roll. Even those in a relationship, man or woman. Uh, <laughs> so, problem. you mentioned that you mentioned that 
you kind of started with the violin and then you went over mm-hmm. to the trumpet. Do you have an instrument of choice now? Has it stayed doing the trumpet or have you changed to something that's more you? No, I, 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 um, I mean, I specialize in, in trumpet performance. So that's always been my main instrument. Um, but I, you know, I've, um, as part of my studies, I had to play other instruments as well. Um, so I, I, it's not really a, a preference thing. It's more of which I'm better at. So, you know, I, I, I stick with the trumpet. <laughs> uh, good old. When I think of trumpets, I think of like a specific genre: uh, the blues, jazz. Oh yeah. Just a bit of like a, a chilled vibe. So. People have to be honest, everybody listening and watching. I thought I was going to speak about comedy when I got Chico here, although now, 10 minutes in, uh, we found out he has experience with violins, has experience with trumpets, and he has experience with almost every type of musical instrument there is, and he has a side piece. A good 10 minutes. When, when you like, if the if I were Greek, I would say when you have too many cooks inside the Greek kitchen, uh, like you were doing, you had interest in music, you had interest in comedy, and I would think there were times where they clashed, and you mentioned you took a break from comedy. Uh, what, like? triggered your mind to focus on music more than comedy? Like, did music fulfill you more at the time? Or... Um, uh, um, so, I've, I've always been full-time full in music. Um, and the comedy I really did in my spare time. So, I would you know, organize the shows and uh, um, uh, edit the website and make sure that everything's running on the the technical side of all those things. Um, And when I took, when I, there was a year, I think it was last last year um, that I took a break from organizing shows. Um, There were, venue complications um and so i decided you know what i'm not going to try and stress about it i'm just gonna take time to figure figure out what i'm going to do with the shows if i'm still going to continue having shows if i'm just gonna um look for another venue all the admin sorts of things that were kind of annoying um so so that's why I took a break. Um, and then, yeah, this year I found a new venue. And then, 
all of this happened. So, yeah, I, I can't remember what your question was, but hopefully I've answered it. <sighs> it all comes full circle to the zombie apocalypse. See what you guys did? Just because you ate a bat that wasn't on the menu at the restaurant? The whole world has been affected. We've faced the zombie apocalypse for a while now, like three months, and some might say a year, if you're based in China, but we're not. And people might wonder, you are toasting a comedy podcast and you talk about politics a lot. Wow, I talk about politics today as well, because Chico, I've mentioned that thesis, right? Chico is busy working on another thesis. I'm going to call it thesis. It's probably not a thesis. I'm still going to use that word because it's stuck in my head now. Tell people on why you started writing the paper and what's it about. Because I know what it's about and it's not going to be a very polite thing of me to do to spoil it for everybody. So, Chico, who is yours? What paper are you working on? <laughs> I, I, I get booked quite a lot to play at. Um, functions where they sing the national anthem, and you know it 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 didn't bother me initially, um, and then I realized that whenever the national anthem plays, I I never sing, I don't sing it, right? Because I'm I'm playing, you know, and you know so, someone said something. I'm I'm sure someone said something that you know you should sing the national anthem when the when it plays, things like that. And then this research assignment came up and I thought, you know, what am I gonna write about? And I thought, um, so the, the first title was um, Patriotism versus Belief. Whereas, you know, if, if the national anthem plays, am I supposed to be patriotic? Or um, should I go with the underlying message of a national anthem that goes against my belief system, right? Because I, so I'm not religious, and the national anthem is a prayer. It's you know, and I thought, what, what, does, how does the national anthem represent me, right? It, it doesn't represent me in a patriotic way. So I thought, um, I'm going to make this the the, the the skeleton of the research proposal. And then once I um, graduated, I decided I'm going to go more in depth and explore what other things are there to represent me as a, as a person of the, of, of the country um, and how it doesn't represent me, how it doesn't represent um, <clears throat> what the Constitution says should represent me. And so I started writing this, um, essentially saying that, you know, the, the Constitution says we all have a right to, we have the freedom of religion. You can 
practice whatever um, belief you want to practice um, without persecution and that the state cannot mandate any specific belief for you. They can't force you to have a specific belief. They can't force you to um, be something you're not, right? And I went down the whole um, constitution wormhole and I, I came across that, you know, the, the research that shows that the South African national anthem and the flag were put together temporarily. Um, they were there to kind of bridge between pre-94 and post-94. It was meant to be kind of an emergency um, band-aid to kind of ease the transition. And then they just never had a vote to have it um, replaced. Um, and they just secretly made it permanent. Um, so it became kind of what people from the outside look at us and they say, okay, that represents all the people. And their national anthem represents all their people. And it only has, what, four languages in it? Um, the flag represents all the people, but, but does it? You know, what are the elements of the, of the flag that are part of the flag that people don't realize, you know? And so then I thought, I'm going to write this research paper because I feel like someone needs to say something. Um, and not, not trying to be rebellious, but kind of say, look, this is, this is not right. This isn't, you know, this doesn't represent me. So then I'm, I'm a stranger in my own country. Like, um, and I know a lot of people that don't know this, religious people that don't know this. You know, they just sing the, the anthem because, you know, you know, they just sing the anthem just because, you know, because it's our anthem, but they don't actually know what they're saying. And which, which um, elements were used in the anthem. So it was part of uh, the stem is used. Um, the, the Afrikaans and the English, the, the English was very badly translated, but, you know, kind of following the same melodic and thematic things um, as the stem. So that was used as a way to bridge, um, you know, with the Afrikaans community. And the first two verses are kind of a, a generally African prayer. And what I also found interesting is that our national, uh, the national anthem wasn't only used in South Africa as a national anthem. What? What the fuck? So that is another thing that I realized, you know, that doesn't make it a South African anthem. That just makes it a thing that we all sing, you know? Um, and so I, I it started um, snowballing. It started getting becoming a bigger and bigger issue um, for me as someone who, you know, 
I have to play it very often. Um, and, you know, I'm kind of forced to play it kind of thing, you know. We learned it in school. Um, when I started in grade one, it was kind of like, hey, this is our national anthem. You have to sing it because we're proud of our country. Um, and no one really questioned that. country and, has been brainwashed by not knowing what you uncovered. Yeah, I mean, I found one or two research papers that, you know, kind of buried underneath the whole, all that academic writing on everything. I found one or two papers of people suggesting that um, the anthem should be changed because it was only supposed to be temporary. No one voted on making it permanent. It was just kind of slid under the, under the door of the constitution, you know okay, this is now going to be our permanent anthem, but it wasn't ever supposed to be. The, the flag was never supposed to be permanent. It was um, supposed to, you know, be temporary. And we've all just accepted it as permanent, and I, I think that's a problem. Um, and, you know, a, a lot of people have have argued with me about that because we are uh, what what's the percentage like 80 or 90 percent christian um some really you know, some high number and people have said to me oh yeah we're majority christian therefore christian should be uh, christianity should be representing government as a majority but that's not that's not true because the constitution says that the government cannot man a religion onto people or some form of, of faith, whichever one it is. Um, and the, the, the anthem isn't specifically Christian, um, but it is a, a it is a prayer. So you know, non-religious people still have to sing it. Um, and you know, that, I I think that's kind of a very mm, I want to say insidious, but I, I, I think it might be the wrong word. Um, fly way of um, gaining control, if that makes sense. You know, forcing people to do one thing and they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Kind of. So that, that was a very long explanation, but that, that's that's the foundation of the, of the paper. I'd like to have you back on the podcast after the first week you release the paper. <laughs> and just to just to find the reaction to it. I know that I'm going to read the paper. And about that, Chico got me more interested in history in the last 10 minutes than I have in what's it, probably 15 years of history class at school. Yo, so that that's a problem boring. with the education. <laughs> if Chico hosted an hour speaking about history, I'd be more interested in that than any history class I've been in, ever. Now, I, I don't want to gloss over what we just spoke about, so I'll just ask one more question. Are you happy with your evolution in life to this moment? Or are you hungry for more? 
down below. There are a few things that would change. <laughs> um, oh, no, 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 not change. Just like, just like add, or like easiest, or there's still like things you want to get to, like milestones, goals, or are you content the way life is right now? That's in your control. That's within my control. Um, uh, I mean, there are always um, aspirations, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've, I've started a lot of projects and then just forgotten about them. That's a lot more um, than I have. No, no, like like I started and then you know I so I started the my I started a blog and I was writing all these blogs and you know you so I organized my phone screen into four um but folders that are very general. So I've got like social media and I've got like media and I've got um games and I've got music and then uh, you know within those apps I've got the apps that do the things that <laughs> that it says right so, so my my WordPress app into one of these folders now obviously you don't yeah. see it unless you open the folder so I had the yeah. app in there and I closed the folder one day and I didn't need to open it again so it wasn't like I was reminded, okay, look, you have a WordPress app. You can actually type a blog, by the way. Um, until <laughs> after a while, I opened the, fold, the, opened the folder and I was like, oh, I have a WordPress app. <laughs> um, <laughs> and things like that happened with, with a lot of my projects that I start. Um, like I'm looking here on on my laptop, I've 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 realized that I do this, and so I save um, Word files on my desktop. But then oh, I get okay. like of of the of the project that I'm doing. So I've got one for the for the um, I've got one with my CV on it. I've got one with the research on it. I've got oh, I've actually got two with the research on it. And then after a while, I get annoyed when I've got all these files. I'll put them all in a folder. And then three years <laughs> later, I'll find it again. And then I'll continue the project. You're living life on another level. Or you are giving gifts for your future self. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is things like that. But I, I thought by now I would have had some... Um, level of success. <laughs> but, hey, no, no, uh, no. Uh, success is, uh, I always, I'm never sure which is the correct word to use at the right time. Subjective or objective, it's one of those two. So it's down to perspective because I look at you and I would categorize your life as it is right now as a success. Okay, it might not be the conventional way of thinking of success. 
you've done a lot. You've, I know I'm repeating myself, you've been in music, you've been in comedy, all these different experiences in one life, and you're far from done. So, you've done more in this time frame of 20 plus years than many do in 50. Yes, but have I done them well? (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't help you do 50 things and they're kind of average, you know. Uh, you have to do at least one of them well. It's always advisable to do things well because sex can be great, although if the partner is a psycho, you probably don't want him around too long. <laughs> I did not want to gloss over what you said about your paper and all the bombshells that you dropped as well as knowledge so to be a hack and copper line from somebody way more famous Jeremy Clarkson and on that bombshell it's time to leave you <laughs> Chico thanks for popping onto the podcast and I look forward to having you back yes thanks for having me I, I look forward to the to the next one. <laughs> we'll see we'll see what people say. <laughs> people are gonna be like, like, oh my gosh, this is a comedy podcast, but we haven't spoken about comedy. <laughs> you see, I talk a lot. Oh no, talking a lot is encouraged, especially on the podcast. So thank you again and everybody watching and listening, follow this man. His social media links will be in the description. And you guys know. You guys know how I end episodes or any kind of video. Thank you for joining us. And without you, there's no me.